Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is me, the Mark Cologne, on a Monday afternoon talking about things that happened uh on a beautiful Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and Sunday night. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, football is back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, football is back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that's not the only thing we will be uh, discussing in today's show. Um, we'll also be talking about um, boxing that happened over the weekend uh, we're going to be talking about, like I said, NFL, the WNBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. One thing I want to get, um, <clears throat> I want to discuss before I I, I get into the whole, because um, I want to, something I want to discuss that happened last night um, as uh, we're going to get into the whole boxing situation. Um, people, people. <laughs> We've seen it all over social media. Good old Conor McGregor. Good old Conor McGregor. He uh he threw a drink at Machine Gun Kelly. I you know I'm I'm like. You know, I see the reports, I see the video, and I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Is this really happening? And everybody's just like, yeah, you know, and I'm just like, you know, like, Connor, come on, dude. Like, you know, you're work. obviously you're working back to, you know, get back in shape. And, you know, he had surgery a few months ago when he fought in, I believe it was July. He had fought in July, I believe. Dude. It, it, or it was either June or July. And I'm just like, Connor, come, dude, come on. You know, not only are you trying to recover, get back in shape, you know, have a speedy recovery, you know, and um, try and, uh, you know... um get, you know, get back to uh, fighting for him as, you know, he tries to, to fight in UFC again. We'll see if that actually happens. I I don't believe it will. I think, um, believe it or not, I think Conor McGregor might be, um, might be done. He might, he might be done. Um, and, uh, but we'll see. And so, it, you know, we have all these situations, right? And, um, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck happened, and, and, you know, somebody says, because, obviously, somebody would say this, they're like, oh, it was because, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, what, uh, with Connor, and, you know, that, he, that, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, 
machine gun Kelly didn't want to take a picture of Conor McGregor. You know, McGregor got mad and all that. But then a reporter close to the situation said that it wasn't because of that. It was, you know, it was definitely, it was nowhere near that. It was definitely something else. I'm just like, oh, shit. You know, so I I don't know. I know Machine Gun Kelly, he he went to the fight. um, He went to McGregor's fight against Poirier, you know, Conor and Poirier part three. when Connor got injured and he couldn't go no more, so um, it, you know it's inter- it's interesting you know to see uh what when it when when it all comes out what actually happened um it's going to be very interesting very interesting it's gonna be um I mean well. We'll fi- we'll figure it out eventually. Um, I know right now we probably won't get nothing right now. Um, but I I assume we'll you know we'll get something. I guess I uh, I'm at a loss for words, people. I'm at a loss for words. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we had uh. You know, Trump Trump was uh, commentating this past weekend at the Holyfield fight. Um, and we see Holyfield get knocked out. We also seen... Uh, also seen uh, Silva, Anderson Silva. He uh, knocked, out, knocked out Tito Ortiz. Um, so... Very, very interesting weekend. Um, Holyfield should definitely never try to get in, in a, in a ring again. Um, and no disrespect to him. He's a legend, but you know, there's, there's some things you don't, you don't, you don't do, you know? And, um, and obviously celebrity fights have been fun. Um, but (laughs) there's just, uh, some fights you just you know you don't do you know he he got knocked out by Vitor Belfort. Um, says he's a Brazilian MMA and uh, mixed martial artist and a, and a boxer. That's what he said. Um, I don't know how. How old he is. He was born in 1997. He's 44 years old. <laughs> He's 44 years old. Definitely had a, you know, a um, dominating career. I mean, they're saying he's a boxer because he just beat Holyfield or whatever. Um, well, no, it says years active, 1996 to now. He's still present in the MMA world and he boxed in 2000. And six, it says. That's what it says, people. Um, um, in MMA, he has 41 total fights. He's 26 and 14. So, you know, pretty impressive career there. You know, he has won five by submission, three by, uh, three by, three by submission, five by decision. And, um, 18 by knockout. He's all he's also lost seven by knockout, two by submission, 
and five by decision, and one is a no contest. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, he was named the Phenom in the UFC. Um, very impressive, very impressive. He's ha- he's held championships. He has um held championships. Um. You know, he's fought in Tito Ortiz in 2005. Um, but uh, Belfort did lose a split decision. So, you know, he he has, um, you know, he has, he's had some success. He's had some success, um. you know, in, in the UFC. You know, it's not like he doesn't have any success. Um, and then, yeah, in boxing, he debuted against Jose, Jose Mario Nieves um, and Belfort won by TKO. Okay, so that's that's the one fight, the, the one... Um, the one um, win that he has. I thought they were counting the freaking Holyfield one. I was like, there's no fucking way. But, um, no, it's the, uh, it's the fight. It happened April 11th in 2006. This happened, um, he knocked, he knocked out Nieves, um, within the first minute after, after knocking his, uh, his opponent down three times. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, he's had a lot of adventure, a lot of su- success in the boxing and um, MMA world. More in the MMA world, um, boxing. He only had one fight. I I, I would imagine there's more to it because that one fight happened in 2006. Um, you know, um, so you know it's interesting. You know, well, I don't know what happened there. I'd have to look more into it. But um, he did win the UFC light heavyweight belt by defeating Randy Couture. First round uh, knockout at UFC 46 in January 2004. So he, he's, he's held championships, people. Um, and his last one in MMA happened in 2015 after he had lost a uh, middleweight title, title fight to Chris Wedman. And to 2015, Belfort knocked out Dan Henderson. So, yeah. Um, looks like he did have some um, steroids or, you know, some some type of drug issue there. So, yeah, it's uh, out of my realm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can move on to the NBA, though. Um... Timberwolves, I guess, you know, Timberwolves and Sixers have been talking. And, um, and, um, as you know, they've, they've been talking, the Timberwolves said, um, that Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns are not available for trade. Um, the, the 2021 Basketball Hall of Fame was also this weekend. We see LeBron, D-Wade, 
Uh, Ray Allen all supporting their former teammates. Um, Ray Allen supporting Paul Pierce and Chris Bosh. D-Wade D-Wade and LeBron supporting um, supporting uh, Chris Bosh and all the other people that got inducted as well. Um, the Lakers, they uh, they traded Mark Gasol to the, to the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies planned to waive him. It was like a draft pick and, and money, so uh, that happened over the weekend. Um, it'll be interesting to see um, if uh, Pascal Siakam, if he gets traded. There's been a lot of rumors with that going on. So it will definitely be interesting to see um, if he gets traded. That's for sure. It'll definitely be interesting to see. Um, quick thing here: twenty sixteen NBA redraft is Ben St- Ben Simmons still number one? Is the question. Um, I I'd have to see who's in the freaking draft. Um, you know I don't want to. I kind of have a idea of who was in that draft, but I don't want to, you know, say something that's not, you know. Um, so let me let me look at this. Um, I know they okay. Not they say Nuggets would have drafted Fred Van Leet number seven. Um, the Pelicans would have drafted Pascal Siakam. We were just talking about him. The Timberwolves would have drafted, uh, Brandon Ingram. Man. I still think Brandon Ingram can have a very good NBA career. He just, he needs, he needs to find that, that real solid place. I know last year, you know, they, they compare him to Kevin Durant because of the, how skinny he is and what he what, what he's able to do on the court. Um this he has a lot of potential, man. He has a lot of potential. Um with the Lakers he didn't do so well, but with the with the Pelicans he's done he's done good. He's done good. You know, um he's shooting better from three point range. Um he averages twenty basically twenty four points a game with uh with the with the Pelicans. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Demontis Sabonis would have gotten drafted by the Suns. The Celtics still would have kept uh, uh, Jalen Brown. Um, Lakers would have drafted Jamal Murray. Because <clears throat> I think the Lakers had drafted uh, Lonzo Ball number two, if I'm... If I'm was it? Was that the draft? Uh, fuck. I can't. I can't remember if that one was the draft. I can't. I can't remember right now. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, and yeah, they said the Sixers. Sixers would have still drafted Ben Simmons. Um. I mean, we're done with the NBA talk. But let me uh. Let me look up that 2016 draft to see you, everybody that was in it. Cause that's that's a uh, real interesting to me. I really, I don't remember everybody that was in that draft. I really don't. Um, I thought there was more more people than than Ben Simmons. You know, um, 
So let me let me check this out quick. Like for some reason, I thought I thought um, what's his name? Uh, J. I thought Jason Tatum was in the twenty sixteen draft, but that might have been that was either twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the Lakers, they drafted uh, Brandon Ingram number two. Okay, I see, I see, I see. I see. Um, yeah, I, I, all right. Okay, I get it. I see it now. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, that draft class is kind of weak. So, uh, yeah, you, you gotta go with Ben Simmons, I guess, unless you go with, you you go with Jalen Brown or Brandon Ingram, which I don't think you're doing, but yeah, yeah, you go with Ben Simmons, you go with Ben Simmons, um, that's for sure. Um, NBA season is starting in about a month, people, you know, everybody's, um, starting to. You know, getting ready for uh for the regular season, preseason, all that. You know, it's thirty seven days until the NBA season commences. Um so it's gonna be interesting <clears throat> to see um how much Chicago Bulls do this year. You know, I'm gonna be giving predictions on all that. Not right now, because we're still early in the season. Um But yeah, once uh Maybe that same week that they they're about to, you know, um they're about to kick off not kick off, um start off, tip off. I'll give my predictions. I know preseason, uh there's four games for the Chicago Bulls. Uh yeah. And then um October twentieth is when uh the 2021-2022 regular season starts for my Chicago Bulls where they'll be uh visiting uh the Detroit Pistons that'll be happening so so around that time their last preseason game is October 15th against the Grizzlies and then October 20th if they start the regular season so uh yeah i mean there you have it um going back to the regular schedule for I believe the NBA is, and uh, they're getting ready for it. So, bye, bye. <laughs> Man, that's going to come by so quick. Just like football. Like, I mean, well, no, football feels so much longer than every other sport just because, you know, they they only play 17 games, and then they have um, – then they have – then they have um, the the uh, what do you call that? Uh, then they have the fucking um, the playoffs. Sorry, they have the playoffs, and then they, you know, between that they got um, free agency, the draft. They have a uh, draft combine, training camp, rookie camp, and all that preseason. But like. Their last game is in f- the the f- like the first Sunday of February, and then they don't 
they don't have no games till like August, and then which they're not really games because like the preseason, and then they don't play till sep- the regular season doesn't start till like September. So it's just like, oh my god, that's why it was such a relief yesterday. Like I put put my Eagles jersey on had. Had a few, had my wristband of the Eagles on, had my Eagles hat on. I just watched Eagles football. Like, it would, it, you know, when when the preseason games were on, I just had anything on. Or just, I was just in my underwear. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really need to, to sit there and, and, and watch the, e, watch the Eagles in a preseason game with, you know, the Eagles jersey and do the videos I do. Um, you know, and I was able to do that yesterday. I did my videos. I did, uh, you know, I, I watching it with MJ, you know, so it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, man. Um, trying to think. Yankees, uh, we can talk about. I guess we could talk about Major League Baseball. I'm going to get into the standings and all that. Um, damn, the Yankees and Mets had a tremendous series this past weekend. I mean, man, you you talk about um, leaving it all on the line. That's what the Yankees and Mets did this series. Mets won the series 2-1. to one. Including they won last night. Uh, they won seven to six. Um, Yankees left uh, at the top of the ninth. Two two runners on base on third and second. As uh, Stanton Stanton wasn't able to able to get the job done. But benches cleared, people. Benches cleared last night, and it, it was uh, definitely alarming, to say the least. You know, Stanton had hit a home run to tie the game. And uh, him and Lindor, they were, you know, they were going back and forth. People, they were going back and forth. And uh, the benches uh, started to clear and all that. And um, it basically, like, when they showed the replay, it just it seemed like, uh, it just seemed like Stanton was just telling them to stop talking shit. You know, he was like, hey, dude, just stop talking shit. Like, for real. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, what, um, that's what happened. But it was, you know, I mean, it was a tremendous series. It really was. An amazing series. Amazing, amazing series. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into these standings. National League East, Atlanta leads the division 76 and 66. That's the record right now. Last 10 games, they're 6 and 4. Um, yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, they are 72 and 71. They um, are four, four and a half games behind the Atlanta Braves. Um, they are 3 and 7 in their last 10 games. And then the New York Mets, they're 72 and 72. Five games behind the Braves for first place. Um, and they are five and five in their last ten games. Um, they got the Marlins, Marlins and Washington Nationals. They they have no chance of making it. 
in the playoffs. So, and then in the National League Central, you got the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, they are eighty nine and seventy five. Sorry, eighty nine and fifty five. I was looking at the Reds for a minute. <laughs> um, they are seven seven and three in their last ten games. They're on a five game win streak. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds are seventy five and sixty nine. Um, you know the last ten games for them, they are four and six. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals are seventy three and sixty nine. They are um, fifteen games behind first place, uh, but uh, they're five and five in their last um, last ten games. The Cubs are sixty five and seventy nine, and the Pittsburgh Pirates are fifty two and ninety one. They have no chance of making it into the playoffs. Um, in the best division there is in the National League West, you got the San Francisco Giants, ninety-three and fifty. They're nine and one in their last ten games. They're on a seven-game uh, win streak. Uh, the LA Dodgers are ninety-one and fifty-three. They are six and four in their last ten games. They're on a three-game win streak. Um, so yeah, that but the the fight between the Dodgers and the Giants is big right now. Like it's huge. It's gonna be very interesting to see what happens when uh when these guys when they meet when they meet up because this is gonna be huge. You know, you you got to think right. They're gonna meet up in the playoffs. Well, let's we'll have to see because of the wild card situation. We'll get into in a little bit. And uh, you got the San Diego Pirate uh, Padres. They're seventy four and sixty eight. They are four and six in their last ten games, and the Colorado Rockies are sixty six and seventy eight, and uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks forty seven and ninety six. All right, we move to the American League West. The Houston Astros are eighty three and fifty nine. Um, they lead the division right now, but uh, they're they're not running away with it. They're not running away with it. As the Oakland A's are 77 to 66, they're six and a half games behind the Houston Astros. The Seattle Mariners. Oh wait, sorry, my apologies. The Oakland A's are. Um, I think I said it though. They're four and six in their last ten. Um, and then the Seattle Mariners. They're 77 to 66 as well. They're um, also six and a half games behind the uh, Houston Astros, and they are six and four in their last ten games. Then you got the Los Angeles Angels are seventy and seventy three. They are uh, thirteen and a half games behind uh, first place, and they are four and six in their last ten. Then you got the Texas Rangers; they're fifty three and eighty nine, and they have no chance at all. Um, in the AL Central, you got the Chicago White Sox, eighty two and sixty one. Uh, they're five and five in their last ten games, and that division is theirs, no doubt about that. Um, you got the Cleveland Indians. They're sixty-nine and seventy-two. Um, no chance of making the playoffs. Same same thing with the Detroit Tigers. As they are sixty-eight and seventy-six. Kansas City Royals sixty-five and seventy-eight, and the Minnesota Twins are sixty-three and eighty. And then in the American League East, it's kind of still wide open, but it's really not. You know, Tampa Bay got got this division lock, division locked in. Unless they just go on a wild losing streak to end the season, Tampa Bay Rays are eighty nine and fifty four. They're five and five in their last ten games. Um, looks like they they got that division on lock. Toronto Blue Jays are eighty and sixty three. Nine games behind the Tampa Bay Rays. They're nine and one in their last ten. Uh, they won yesterday twenty two to seven against the Orioles. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Boston Red Sox are 81-64. and 64. They're nine games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, they're they are five and five in their last ten games. Then the New York Yankees, my New York Yankees, are seventy nine and sixty four. They're ten games behind the Tampa Bay Rays, and they are two and eight in their last ten games. And then the Baltimore Orioles are forty six and ninety seven, and they have no chance at all of doing anything. Um, I think the worst team are the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Yep, the Baltimore Orioles and then the Arizona Diamondbacks are one game ahead of them. So, there you have it. Um, let's talk about wild card. Let's talk about the wild card, you know. This is this is an important month right now. You know, this is the worst month right now for the Yankees to be down as much as they are. You know, um, Aaron Judge, he he got pulled from the game because he was experiencing, experiencing dizziness. So, we lost him for for 80% of the game. Um, but it, it kills me. It fucking kills me that the Yankees have a, a tremendous month of July and August and that September they're being blundered, right? They're, they're being torn, torn up. And right now that we, we don't need this from our New York Yankees. We need them to, uh, to step up. We do. Um, <clears throat> so here it is. Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox right now are the wild card teams. Um, the Yankees are one game behind to get in the wild card. So, you know, there's panic, but there's not really that much panic. They just have to win games, you know. Um, so I still believe in my team to get get in, get in a wild card. Um, you also got the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are there. They're three games behind, and so are the Seattle Mariners. The reason why I don't say that it's done for the Angels it's because the Angels. Oh wait, yeah, the Angels are done. They're ten games behind. Sorry, I thought I thought the Angels were a lot closer. Nope. Yeah, the, basically, Angels, Indians, Detroit, Kansas City, Minnesota, Texas, and Baltimore—they're all done. Um, like I said, I mean, for for Angels and Cleveland to do it, they'll have to win up the rest of the games. And Boston, Boston, and Toronto Yankees—they all got to lose the rest of theirs. And you got to hope for some luck for the Oakland Seattle to lose theirs as well. Um, at the button, like I said, I believe I believe my Yankees will enter in the wild card. Um, I think at some point Toronto or Boston they're going to choke up. Most likely Boston, and then we got Toronto Yankees in the wild card, in a wild card game, and that was going to be tough because Toronto's been whooping our ass lately. So that that would be very interesting. Um, but in the National League, we got Dodgers and San Diego right now as the wild card teams. Cincinnati's right there. Um, I guess either San Diego or Cincinnati has a game to make up because Cincinnati has Cincinnati seventy five and sixty nine, San Diego seventy four and sixty eight. So it's yeah, right there. But then you got the Cardinals are there as well, one game behind. Uh, the Phillies are two and a half games behind. The Mets are three games behind, and then. Rockies, Cubs, Marlins, Nationals, Pirates, and the Diamondbacks have no chance at all. Um, I, I I'd say I think it's going to be Dodgers and the Padres. I wouldn't be surpri- surprised if if the um if if the Reds knock off the Padres to get into that spot. I don't think St. Louis is going to do it. Um, same thing with Philadelphia. I mean, the best bet for Philly is for them to to win that division. Try as hard as they can to win that division. I mean, 
you're right there. You're just a few games behind Atlanta, so that I think that's the best best thing you could do. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would love to, Dodgers versus the San Diego Padres in a wild card game. It's the same thing with the Yankees. Yankees versus Boston. Yankees versus Toronto or Toronto versus Boston. That's an amazing matchup. I would love to see, you know, and there's not much games left, people. There's not much games left. So, man, this is just going to get crazier and crazier. Like I said, I believe I believe the Yankees, they they make, they make a wild card. If they don't, though, damn, damn. You know, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Um, I know last last game's October. Yankees start their series with the Minnesota Twins now. They play at uh two oh five PM Eastern time. Um, so they're starting a series with, with the twins. Um well not starting, they just uh this is a makeup game. That's the deal. This is a makeup game with the twins because then tomorrow I guess the Yankees start um a series, yeah, they start a series with the Orioles. So that's a little bit of a reliever. You got the Orioles. The Orioles aren't that strong of a team. And, uh, yeah, you you know, you you look, you know, maybe you get a, a little win streak going. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see because I know um, the I'm not worried about catching up to the Rays. I'm more worried about... Who who are the Blue Jays? Who the Blue Jays have to face in the Red Sox? You know, you know. So I mean, anything can happen in Major League Baseball. But these Yankees got to pick up these wins, man. Uh, you know, I I don't know how much more I can emphasize how important it is right now to pick up pick up a victory. It, it's so important. It's so important, people. Like, right now, it's the most important thing right now for the Yankees is to, you know, pick up a, pick up these, these meaning, meaning, meaningful, uh, victories against these teams. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You got to pick up these wins. You know, uh, like I said, we got a one-game series with the Twins today. Then uh we got we gotta go to Baltimore to face the Orioles. Then we got a series with the Indians. Indians, the Rangers. So we we're facing some bad teams along the way. We we got a little stretch where we're facing bad teams, but that doesn't mean we don't lose these to to these teams. Um then we got the blue. The, well, then we got the Red Sox. We got the Blue Jays, and we end the season with the Rays. So after we go, we play the Rangers. We play the Red Sox. You know, then we got the Blue Jays. Then the Rays against the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. Those games are gonna mean mean a lot. We got a three game series with the Blue Jays, three game series with the Red Sox, and I think a great three game series with the Tampa Bay Rays. So it's going to mean a lot, and Yankees are going to have to step up in a huge way, in a huge way. Um, they get like one, no, they got two, two, two or three days of, of break going now. So, you know, until the end of the season. So, but yeah, yeah, people, this is what, uh, 
Now I said I had some NHL news for you, but there's not really nothing. Um, that I mean, the preseason starts September 25th. I could give you that. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, preseason starts September 25th, and we all know, we all know this. The the national National Hockey League season starts just before the the NBA season starts. So um, yeah, that's what that's what we got. That's what we got. All right. Um, all right. So, and then, yep, October 12th, regular season starts. The Chicago Blackhawks, Blackhawks start their season October 13th. They added more players and stuff like that. Just like the Chicago Bulls right now. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, everybody they added, if they could step up and, uh, Make the playoffs. Like I said, it's just like the Chicago Bulls. But I'm confident the Chicago Bulls will be able to make the playoffs. It's, I, am I confident that the Chicago Blackhawks will? Not that much. I'm not that confident. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the, what the Chicago Blackhawks are able to do, you know. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what they're able to do this season. You know, we're kind of getting back to the normal where we get fans back and we're on a, a regular schedule now. So um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, people. Uh, I keep saying it. It's going to be real interesting, real interesting. Um, I also, and you know what, guys? I almost forgot. If I would have never got a notification, um. I would have never talked about college football. I'm telling you, right now, sports is starting to get back to its normal schedule and all that. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a wreck right now. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a wreck. Like, there's so much Like there's so much that happened over this weekend. Like, Derek Jeter got inducted into the Hall of Fame as well. You know, even that. I almost forgot to mention that. And my goodness, there's just so much, so much. You got so much going on right now. It's, it's in a way, it's amazing, and then in another way, it's like, I'm not done yet, <laughs> you know, and I still got to talk about everything that happened in the NFL, you know, so, I mean, that, that, that doesn't bother me at all, you know, I love, I love talking about the NFL, um, and now, you know, we got more, more stuff to talk about, you know, I'm not going to break down every game, I'm going to break down Eagles and Falcons game. Cause that's the one where I really sat down for three, four hours, and I and I I just watched everything. I watched everything, um, you know. So, and also same thing with uh, Penn State. I didn't watch the. I didn't sit down and watch the whole thing. You know, it was just it was a Penn State. It was Penn State's game from the beginning, and I knew it was going to be like that. Um, I just. I was just, like, um, doing a lot of things at the moment. I had MJ, and I had MJ for the Eagles game, but, you know, it, I was just doing a lot of things, people. And really didn't feel good. Like, no, not COVID. I just, you know, I was just, like, tired, and I, I even took it. I fell asleep during the game, you know, and then it was finally over, and I'm like, really? Mother, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, you know, we're going to get into all that. Um, 
But yeah, since I'm here, I can give you all the scores from college football. Um, since ESPN never lays them out like Google does. Um, but let's let's go uh, WNBA first. W- Miley Sparks, they finally won one. Yes. They won last night. They beat the Storm 81-53. That's right. Um, and let's look at these standings, people, because I haven't checked them out recently. I check out the Yankees a lot. But since the, the Sparks, they play like every, like, once or twice a week. I just... I don't, I don't check them out. I don't. I don't check them out. Um, oh, man, they're still number nine. So they're still number nine. So that's good. But so are New York Liberty. New York Liberty and the Sparks are right there. And uh, Washington Mystics are 12 and 18. So uh, people were right there. And I got to check. I don't know how many games are left in the season. But I do have to check that because... Uh, we're ne- we're nearing the end for WNB for the WNBA season. We are nearing the end, um, so we're we're definitely gonna get into that because um, because this is something we have to get into. We have to talk about you know the WNBA. Their season's coming to an end, and it'll be interesting to see if they'll be able to make the playoffs. Will they get in that number eight spot, or will they just fall that tad short? You know, um, I, I was really impressed with what they did last night. You know, you know them getting an eighty-one fifty-three victory over over the storm. The storm's a very good team. Um, they're twenty and eleven, so <laughs> it was very good to get a win over them. Um, outscoring them in every single quarter was was definitely. Definitely amazing. Um, and let me see. Let me see. You see, uh, they played last night. They don't play again until Thursday. Then they play Sunday. So it's like, really? You know? Uh, you know, so that's the kind of kind of things that I talked about. Um, well, look at that. They only got two more games left. They play the Dream Thursday. They play the Wings Sunday. And that's it. So uh, let's finish this strong. Let's win these last two games. Um, and three. here it is. Clutch points makes a, a story about three ways that the Los Angeles Sparks can still make the playoffs. So let, let's, let's see what, what, what are those three ways. Um, keeping Erica Wheeler hot. Okay, uh, giving Nia Coffey pl- more playing time and man- maintain Brittany Sykes aggressive on defense. So, uh, so yeah, let's see. I mean, if you if you can score 81 points in a game, you, most of the time you're going to win. Um, I did not going into last night thinking Seattle Storm was going to lose to the Sparks, especially by how much it was. Like, I got the I got the notification on ESPN, and I was just like, okay. I'm like, where? Like, I, I didn't even care about it because it was like, and then, I, you know, 
after the first quarter, 24-13. After the second quarter, we, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, Seattle Storm has 27 points. And then the, the Sparks have, um, have 45 points. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What's going on here? You know, and I, I'm starting, I'm like, okay, okay. You know, so I was very, um, I was happy for what they did. And, um, I mean, if they can play like that, they don't have to play that great of defense. But I mean, like I said, if you can score eighty-one points in in a in a WNBA game, you're most of the time you're gonna win. You know, so uh, yeah, and you get you know you got two games um, to play. I mean, you y'all got this in the bag. I got you. Just have to. Won these next two games, one Thursday, one Sunday, and uh, hope for the best, you know, hope for the best. Um, obviously, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. You know, I suffered the same thing with the Chicago Bulls last year. I just wanted them to make the playoffs. I'm like, all right, they're going to make it, they're going to make it. And they just fell a little bit short. So, but they were right there. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, the Mystics... Uh, And I, you know what? I wish we were playing the Mystics in one of these last two games, but we don't. Uh, they won their last game. They were, well, they won yesterday. They beat uh, they beat Sky, um, 79-71. They play play Liberty Friday, then Sunday they play uh, Lynx. So it's gonna be interesting to see how those games happen, and if if uh, the Sparks and Mystics if they end in a tie. Like the records or ties, it'll be interesting what happens. Now, just now, if the Sparks won the last two, and then Mystics, they they lose their last two, then that's gonna be interesting too to see how that all would work out. You know, um, so so yeah, yeah, it's all gonna be interesting to see. All right, and we can uh, we can move on to college football scores. That's right, people. College football now. Here we go. All right. So, um, Coastal defeated uh, Kansas 49-22 Friday. Um, also on Friday, Duke defeated NCANT 45-17 um, Friday as well. And then also an, another Friday game, Utah State defeated North Dakota 48-24. to um, Also on Friday, Boise State defeated UTEP. 54 to 13. Then all then now I'm moving to the Saturday games, y'all. Virginia defeated defeated Illinois 42 to 14. Kent State defeated VMI 60 to 10. Army defeated Western KY 3835. Uh Wake Forest defeated Norfolk State 41 to 16. Auburn defeated Alabama State 62 to 0. Pittsburgh defeated Tennessee. 41 to 34. South Carolina defeated East Carolina 20 to 17. Minnesota defeated Miami OH 31 to 26. Georgia Tech defeated Kennesaw State 45 to 17. Michigan State defeated Youngstown State 42 to 14. Oklahoma State defeated Tulsa 28 to 23. 
Oregon, the Oregon defeated Ohio State thirty-five to twenty-eight. That was a feel-good victor, victory for me. I, you know, seeing Ohio State. I watched the end of that game. I was, you know, not even the end. You know, after their halftime, because um, I was doing the wrestling podcast when when they started their game. So after uh, after after I was done with the podcast, I, I turned that game on and I see Oregon uh, put the put the brakes on Ohio State. And thank you, Oregon. Um, yeah, Ohio State's quarterback is very suspicious. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, I, he's not like recent um, Ohio State quarterbacks. Yes, he has an arm, but decision making gets him in trouble a lot, and that's going to be uh, something to watch out for. Northwestern defeated Indiana State twenty-four to six. Florida defeated South Florida forty-two to twenty. Tulane defeated Morgan State 69-20. Wyoming defeated uh, Northern Illinois 50-43. Duquesne defeated Ohio 28-26. Rutgers defeated Syracuse 17-7. Virginia Tech defeated Middle Tennessee 35-14. Notre Dame defeated Toledo 32-29. Central Michigan defeated Robert Morris 45-0. Um, where am I? At? Okay, Purdue defeated Connecticut forty nine to zero. Texas A and M defeated Colorado ten to seven. Nebraska defeated Buffalo twenty eight to three. Georgia defeated UAB fifty six to seven. Boston College defeated UMass forty five to twenty eight. Murray State defeated Cincinnati forty two to seven. Florida Atlantic defeated Georgia. Southern thirty eight to six. Temple defeated Akron forty five to twenty four. TCU defeated California thirty four to thirty two. My Penn State defeated uh, Ball State forty four to thirteen. Air Force defeated Navy twenty three to three. Alabama defeated Mercer forty eight to fourteen. South Alabama defeated Bowling Green. 22-19, Iowa defeated Iowa State 27-17. Western Michigan defeated Illinois State 28-0. South, Carol- South Carolina State lost to Clemson 49-3. West Virginia defeated LIU 66-0. UTSA defeated Lamar 54-0. Washington State defeated Portland State 44-24. Charlotte defeated Gardner-Webb 38-10. Houston defeated Rice 44-7. Marshall defeated NC Central 44-10. UCF defeated BCU 63-14. LA Tech defeated SELA 45-42. Memphis defeated Arkansas State 55-50. SMU defeated North Texas 35 to 12. Texas Tech defeated SFA 28 to 22. Louisiana defeated Nichols State 27-24. Wisconsin defeated Eastern Michigan 34 to 7. Ballard defeated Texas Southern 66 to 7. Southern Miss defeats Grambling State 37 to 0. Kansas State defeats Southern Illinois 31-23. Michigan State defeated 
not Michigan City, sorry. Um, SMS State defeated um, NC State 24-10. Miami, Florida defeated App State 25-23. Oklahoma defeated WCU 76-0. New Mexico defeated NM State 34-25. Texas State defeated FIU 23-17. Old Dominion defeated Hampton 47-7. Louisville defeated Eastern Kai uh, 30-3, Liberty defeated Troy 21-13, Arkansas defeated Texas 40-21, Mississippi defeated Austin P 54-17, Maryland defeated Howard 62-0, UNC defeated Georgia State 59-17, Kentucky defeated Missouri 35-28, um, Indiana defeated Idaho 56-14. Jackson State University uh, defeated Florida State 20-17 in a, a thriller. LSU defeated McNess State 34-7. Michigan defeated Washington 31-10. Vanderbilt defeated KO State, CO State 24-21. San Diego State defeated Arizona 38-14. BYU defeated Utah 26-17. Fresno State defeated Kyle Poley 63-10. Stanford defeated USC 42-28. Arizona State defeated UNLV 37-10. Nevada defeated Idaho State 49-10. And Oregon State defeated Hawaii 45-27. My goodness. I know why ESPN don't got them all on there. Jesus. So we got a, a few college games this weekend. Um, we have Penn State and Auburn Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. They'll be at Penn State. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, Auburn is ranked, I think, 25th or 22nd, something like that. So that's going to be an interesting one to see. Um, Penn State's ranked, I think, number 10. Um, and they're, they're 2-0. They're 2-0, so... It'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, uh, I'm trying to look for any other big ones. Ohio State plays Tulsa. That, that'll be easy one for them. Let me go to ESPN because there's, like, way too many games. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Penn State's been looking good. Um, they looked extremely good last uh, this past weekend. Um, I was like, damn. You know, I don't know much about Ball State. But from what I, you know, what I see from Penn State, I mean, you don't need to know much from from them to to know that they're going to get their asses kicked, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, let me, uh, let me pull up the schedule, people, for, uh, for this upcoming week. And, you know, the scary thing about uh, Ohio State's their defense is very good. That's very concerning, especially run, um, the run defense. Not very good, people. Not very good. And, it, it, you know, it's scary. That is scary. Uh, all right, week three. Week three in college football, people. Week three. Um... Thursday night, oh, you got Ohio and Louisiana. Friday, you have Louisville and um, 
UCF. You have Maryland and Illinois. Nebraska and Oklahoma. That should be an interesting one on Saturday. Um, what else? What else do we have? Yeah, Michigan State and Miami. Uh, you know, a few, you know, few solid ones. Um, Notre Dame keeps anybody in the game, so Notre Dame and Purdue. Oh, look at this one. You got Alabama and Florida at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's one. That's must-see right there. Alabama versus Florida. Number one, Alabama versus number 11, Florida, people. I mean, you, you can't miss it. You can't. You can that's something you cannot miss. Alright, if there's any game to see on Saturday, it's you know that. And then you got number twenty two ranked Auburn versus number ten Penn State. You have that one. Um number twenty-three BYU versus number nineteen Arizona State State, sorry. Trying to see who else uh Ohio State plays, whatever. <laughs> you know. Um yeah, yeah. Jackson State, they play at 8, 8 o'clock p.m. They're playing UL Monroe on ESPN3. So that's going to be interesting to see. You know, Jackson State coached by uh, by Deion Sanders. You know, he, he's been looking real good as a coach. So it's going to be interesting. That will definitely be interesting to see. And I think, I think, um, Penn, I think Penn State will beat, will beat Auburn, you know. Don't know much about them. I know they blew out their opponent this past week, but but yeah, I think I think Penn State people. I think Penn State would be number twenty two Auburn, but it wouldn't surprise me if Auburn were to were to beat you know beat us. But Auburn really hasn't had competition. You know they played no ranked teams, so uh, you know. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Cause I tell you what, um, Penn State's defense, it's people, it's legit. Penn State's defense is legit. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll buy into the Penn State season. I'll buy into, into their season if they could beat Auburn this week. If they could do that. Shit, we we're gonna be contenders this year. I don't know if we be in the four, but you know, at least top ten. We got it. We got it, people. Um. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we got Auburn this year, Villanova, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Ohio State, Maryland, Michigan, Rutgers, Michigan State. You know, so so we'll we'll see we'll see people. Right now, Penn State does look like a a contending team. You know, defensive game week one they beat Wisconsin sixteen ten. Then this past week they beat Ball State forty four thirteen. All around great game, running, passing, defense, all that was pretty pretty good. Um, so yeah. Yeah, people. All right, let's uh, to end it, to end this show. Let's talk about the NFL, people. But we we got to talk about it. So many things happened this week. The last night, last yesterday, in the NFL, it was amazing. It was amazing to see, and um, 
yeah, we we, we got to talk about it. We we have to talk about it, especially we have to talk about my Eagles and their one week one victory. That's right. We're gonna talk about that and so much more. So uh, <clears throat> let's go. Let's talk about it. <sighs> let's go. All right, y'all. Let's uh let's talk about it. Um. Yeah, this interesting, interesting. We all, you know, um, no, I didn't talk about it on the last podcast. So here I go. How about them cowboys? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, cowboys. All my cowboys listeners, y'all lost thirty-one to twenty-nine to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I'm gonna give y'all some positive feedback. Them Dallas Cowboys look good. They did. Um, you know, they, they won the turnover battle. They still lost to the Buccaneers. The only, the only reason they lost to the Buccaneers was because they left too much time on the clock. You cannot do that. You can't. I'm sorry. You cannot leave as much time as they left on the clock for, for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you can't. You can't leave that much time on the clock for for Tom Brady and and the Buccaneers, especially Tom Brady, man, you can't, you just can't do that, um, and that's the mistake they had, because, I mean, if they would have just left at least, you know, less than 30 seconds on the clock, or even 30 seconds on the clock, people, y'all, it would have been over, and they would have won 29-28, I think that's what, that's what the score was, you know, you can't, man, you can't, man, I, I don't get it, um, but, you know, defense, defensive, a lot of things, you know, just to only give up 31 points to, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like I said, four, they forced four turnovers, uh, the Cowboys only had one turnover, I didn't see much from Zeke, that's the only thing I will say, I was a little disappointed, and I, you know, he only had like, what, 9 or 10, 11 carries. That really disappointed me. I needed to see a lot more from Zeke. He had a disappointing season last season, and he's starting off on already a disappointing season. That's why I didn't draft him or Saquon Barkley in the draft this year. I don't think they'll have disappointing seasons, but I just, just to be sure, you know, just so I don't make the mistake I made last year, I... Well, two years, uh, I think two years ago, I drafted Saquon. He had gotten injured. He was out for most of the season to hurt me. And the last year, I drafted Elliott, and he just had a terrible, terrible season. So, yeah, it, it's terrible. But it is what it is. Um, all right, we've seen the Texans. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Texans, uh, they beat the Jaguars 37-21. They forced uh, three interceptions. They only had three interceptions in 2020. They had three interceptions in the first game of the season. And they, they won. They're 1-0. That's right. <laughs> they're they're 1-0 people. Oh, man. <sighs> Tyrod Taylor had a pretty good damn game. Um, very, very good game. Very good game from, from, you know, from the team overall, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's a rookie. This is his first NFL game. He had, I think he had like three pass touchdowns, three pass interceptions. Uh, 
you know, it's a, it's his first game, y'all. You know, I, I did pick him to win. I, do, I thought overall Jaguars had the better team. I didn't think Jack, I didn't think the Texans were going to come out like this. I really did not. Um, but, you know, uh, I, 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 you know what? I swear to God, if, if Texans make the playoffs, you know who's going to be hurt the most? Deshaun freaking Watson. Deshaun Watson will be hurt the most, people. Um, we see the Chargers. The Chargers beat the uh, Washington football team 2016. Uh, earlier today, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was put on IR. Um, yes, he's hurt, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be out for, for quite a while. They said they don't think it's a uh, season ending. ending. Um, so we'll see. Um, I know Tyler, Taylor... Heineke, he's, uh, you know, he stepped in and he has some pretty good drives. He, he did look very, very good. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what, what Heineke is able to do, you know, while, um, while, um, Fitzpatrick, you know, isn't, isn't there, um, you know, um, and it'll be interesting to see. Does does the Washington football team give a call to Cam Newton? That's one of the big things. It's going to be interesting to see if they do do that. Um, personally, me, I, I would, I would. Um, not this week. I mean, you could do it this week and then have them play next week. They have a, the Washington football team have a short week this uh, week. They are um, expected to to face who is it? The New York Football Giants on Thursday Night Football. So, uh, so yeah, they got a short week and, you know, a lot going on. A lot going on. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so Chargers, Chargers beat the Washington football team. Really a defensive game from both sides. And um, it was good. It was good. Um Seahawks, the Seahawks beat the Colts 28-16. to um, That offensive line from the Colts was atrocious. Oh, my goodness. They were fucking terrible people. They were terrible. Um, I know, uh, I was just like, dude, can you, can you get any worse? <laughs> can you get any worse? You know, um, it was, it was terrible. And then Carson wants to, to, you know, to, to make things better. He, uh, he fumbled a quarterback, uh, a quarterback, uh, sneak. Oh my goodness. But, you know, he had two touchdowns. He did not have any interceptions. Um, you know, he's, he's the thing with Carson is, man, it's, I feel like it's always going to be a problem for him. It's going to be like he he just wants to do too much, and I feel like that's a thing with Carson Wentz that that just, you don't have to be a hero all the fucking time, you know. I I mean even whether there was no way the Colts were gonna beat Seattle, um, just the way the game kept going, even if that O line would have protected. Um, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way that uh, 
that uh, Colts beat Seattle. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't like they didn't get blown out. Obviously, defense is very good. Um, and uh, they didn't, you know, score 16 points. I mean, it kind of looks like an Eagles team from, like, the past two years. A low-scoring low Eagles team. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we see the Panthers beat the Jets 19-14. Uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Robbie Anderson got the revenge game against their former team, the Jets. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson and uh, and um, Trevor Lawrence really did not have a good day. I mean, they threw for a lot of yards, don't get me wrong, but they turned it over quite a bit. So, uh, Bengals beat the Vikings, uh, 27-24 overtime, you know, um, for a second there, I was like, oh, Bengals are going to have another tie to the season, remember last year was with the Eagles, for a second there, I thought it was going to, um, it was going to be with the, thought it was going to be with the Vikings as well, but it wasn't, Bengals, Bengals picked up the victory, so that was good, um, my goodness, uh, Deion, uh, Hopkins and uh, D-Hop and uh, Kyler Murray, they, uh, <laughs> not only them, the, just the whole wide receiver group, they have phenomenal, they have phenomenal games um, as Cardinals destroyed the Titans 38-13. to um, This was kind of a game I was looking forward to, but obviously the Eagles were playing at the time. Um, you know, so this was definitely one of the games I was looking forward to, but um, I've was definitely not able to watch it, but I kept checking on my phone just to see how things were going. And, you know, with numerous games, especially Colts and the Seahawks, um, and I was very surprised Carson Winston throw an interception, but he fumbled. But he fumbled. Well, he fumbled, people. Um, But, uh, yeah, this one, this... This one was interesting to me, just because of how how it happened. Um, I was just like, wow! Like I was like in shock. You know, Kyler did have an interception, but he threw uh, he threw for uh, two eighty nine, four pass touchdowns. Um, he did have five carries for twenty yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Um, AJ Green. He had two catches for 25 yards. Chase Edmonds had four catches for 43 yards. Rondell Moore had four catches for 68 yards. Christian Kirk had five catches, 70 yards, two receiving touchdowns. D-Hop had six catches for 83 yards and uh, and two touchdowns. So, you know, um, very good game overall. Um but yeah, Titans, Titans had nothing. People, Titans had nothing. There was nothing that the, the uh, Tennessee Titans could have done yesterday to to get to get that victory. They were just getting steamrolled. They were really getting steamrolled, like ran over. And I'm just like, you know, um, as the Eagles and Falcons game is going on, they're like, all right, we're gonna take a quick game break and they show Kyler just doing Kyler things, and I'm just like, oh my god. You know, people are quick to say, "Yeah, Kyler's gonna win MVP." I, I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I really wouldn't. 
I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait on that. I'm gonna wait on that because there's a lot, a lot of quarterbacks that played big this um, this upcoming season. That has played big, big just in week one, you know. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm gonna wait to say to say that. Um. But yeah, uh, right now a quick. Good, now I'm gonna give my quick game break. Uh, right now the Twins are beating the Yankees four to zero, people. Four to zero. Yes, that's right. Oh boy. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. All right. Let's go back to the NFL, though, people. I, I have enough stress. <laughs> I have enough stress on me. Last thing I need to be stressing about the Yankees. As football season is here. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else picked up victories on the on Sunday? Uh, Cardinals Titans. Alright. The Steelers. The Steelers beat the Bills 23 to 16. Um that was a very good that was a very surpri- big surprise. I thought uh, I thought Bills would, would win it. Um but you know um man it's it's seven to six to go into the fourth quarter and uh Steelers just score seventeen points just alone in the fourth quarter and the Bills score six more points in the fourth, but it's not enough. So, you know, there you go. Um, you know, Big, Big Ben doesn't have to do much. The defense is very good this season. Um, the defense is amazing this season. You know, all, bit, all Big Ben has to do is just throw it a few times and uh, hope, his, hope his defense could be good enough to, you know, stop him. Uh, 49ers. 49ers beat Lions 41-33. Um, 49ers, um, obviously, they play big because of the bad defense, you know, bad team of the Lions. And we've seen, we seen, we seen, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey Lance. We see some of Trey Lance. He had the touchdown. You know, we've seen more Jimmy G. But uh, obviously, offensively, they got it. They got it. Defensively, to give up 33 points to the Detroit Lions, man, that's t- you know that's tough. Um, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch this game, so I don't know what happened in total. I know uh, there was an injury to one of their D backs, so he might be out for the season. Um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, this is reason I'm talking about this is because this is uh, the Eagles' next matchup. Eagles. Uh, Home opener is against the 49ers, so which we'll be getting into later this week. Um, something I have to talk about. Uh, what else? Uh, the Dolphins beat Patriots 17 16. Uh, and Mac Jones had a very good game, but if I had to say Mac wasn't who was the best out of the three, Mac, Tua, or Jalen, I'd have to give it to Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts had the bigger, better game. But um, yeah, defensive game between two teams, and uh, Tua Tua has to be better on them interceptions, man. You can't be throwing them interceptions, not like that or not at all. You know, you got to be better. Uh, Chiefs beat the Browns thirty three twenty nine. A lot of mistakes. I've seen this game. There was a lot of mistakes from the from uh, the Browns late um, that just kept kept the Chiefs in it. They kept the Chiefs in it, man. You can't do that. 
You cannot do that. You got to be smarter. You got to play harder. You know, um, yeah, so uh, it's uh, very, very, very interesting. Um, what else? Let's see what else. I'm not going to lie, people. I need a new computer. <laughs> uh, the Saints, the Saints destroyed the Packers 38 to 3. Um, I, I will say, uh, I'm not gonna, it's the first game of the season. I'm just, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, so I'm gonna give the Packers a break on this one. You know, Packers are a lot better than this. They can't, they can't be playing like this, people. They're a lot better than this. Um, <clears throat> and I expect them to be a lot better. And that, well, that's what, um, We'll we'll eventually see it, um, but this also declares that the Saints are a team that you have to watch out for. That's what they showed you in this game against the Packers. That you got to watch out for us. We're coming, you know. And he, uh, James Winston only threw for one hundred and forty-eight yards, but he had five pass TDs. You know, Kamara had uh, twenty carries for eighty-three yards. You know, so, so you got to watch out for the Saints. Got to watch out. Um, the Rams beat the Bears on Sunday Night Football 34-14. Justin Fields absolutely needs to be in this game. He needs to play people. I, I don't get the bullshit on this. Like, for you, not to, yeah, no, Andy Dolan, no, come on, knock it off. At least in the fourth quarter, once you see it's officially over. I'm putting Justin Fields in this game, and I'm letting him play. There's no way I'm keeping up with this bad play. Matthew Stafford looked MVP form. You know, he's 20 for 26, 321 yards, three pass touchdowns. David Montgomery, he had a great game, 16 carries, 108 yards, and one touchdown. I brought him back from my uh, fantasy team because I had him last year. He he did pretty. He did a lot better than he did in the beginning of the season, towards the end of the season, um, and he, he started off pretty good. Cooper Cup, um, I had him a few years ago, but I always – Scared to get him again because of that one injury he had like mid season, that really messed up my fantasy team. But then like one of the fantasy team owners dropped. I forgot who it was. I think it was like Robert Woods or whatever. And I just I picked Robert Woods up, and where Robert Woods had a phenomenal season. Um, but yeah, Matthew Stafford's that that quarterback for the Rams. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, Matthew Stafford is that dude. And the Rams are a team you got to watch out for. Rams are going to be very dangerous this upcoming season, um, as we we seen in Week One. I know it's just the Bears, but oh man, Matthew Stafford's that dude. You know he has that defense backing him up. He has that O line. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the running game. You know the running game the Rams have. What they traded for Sony Michelle and all that good stuff. And then the weapons he has on on the wide receivers and uh and the tight end. You know it's. Matthew Stafford has it all. There's no way. There's no way. There's no reason why the Rams can't compete this season. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Um, and then uh, the Denver Broncos beat the New York Football Giants twenty-seven thirteen. Um, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the New York Football Giants. I did pick. I, yes, I did pick the Broncos to defeat the New York Football Giants, but I did not expect them. I did not expect the New York Giants to only score 13 points. I did not expect the defense to give up 27 points to the Denver Broncos. I thought this would be more closer, um, to be honest. Um, 
And if, the, if I only gave the Giants a slim chance of winning, that's a, that's because I thought I was going to see a different Daniel Jones to start the season. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Then I asked for him to do too much. He got hit a few times in his head, and I was worried for the dude. Thank God he was okay, though. Um, Melvin Gordon had a phenomenal game, 11 carries, 101 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Sterling Shepard, he looked real good out there. Sterling Shepard looked real good. Um, he looked like... He looked like what Kenny Galladay was supposed to look like, you know. Um, Sterling, he had over 100 yards receiving. Uh, he had a touchdown. Um, and I, this might be a breakout season for him. This might be a breakout season for him. Daniel Jones did have a fumble. He lost it. Broncos picked it up. <sighs> you know, it's something that's going to be, you know, if it's not interceptions, it's going to be fumbles with Daniel Jones. It, it's crazy. It's it's crazy, people. He had a terrible game, believe it or not. His quarterback rating is 49. His rating is 90.7. That's a terrible game. You can throw for as many yards as you want. You can throw as many touchdowns as you want. You know, he got sacked twice. He he got hit 13 times. That O-line is atrocious. Saquon only had 10 carries for 26 yards. They're obviously limiting it. They don't want to get him hurt already. Um, Daniel Jones did have a rushing touchdown, though. But, like I said, he had a fumble. Uh, like I said, Sterling Shepard had a phenomenal day. He had a phenomenal day. Seven catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. And Colin, don't get me wrong, Kenny, Kenny Galladay didn't have a bad day. He had four receptions, 64 yards. Um, I just, you know, why, why, is, why, is, why does Daniel Jones have a 49.1? Rating like I don't get it. Is it maybe it's the O line? You know, I, you know Darius Slayton had three receptions, sixty five yards. You know, and maybe it's, it is the O line, but that's when you're like, all right, I'm gonna put another tight end in, or I'm gonna put a two running back set. That's what that what for for that just so um, Daniel Jones has more time to read his options and, and know where he's gonna go with the football. You know, it, I just don't know like. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, people. I don't. You know, um, but like I said, they lost, and now they got to. It's the New York Football Giants versus the Washington Football Team on Thursday Night Football. In case I'm not not able to talk about it, uh, I think think I'm going to give it to the Giants. You know, Fitzpatrick ain't playing. Defense of the Washington football team is going to be a key factor for the Giants. Giants O-line is terrible. So right now, you know, I'm picking the Giants. But if I do the podcast on Thursday before work, like I'm doing it right now before work, I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared as shit for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Like if you thought Denver, if you thought Denver's defense was very good, what do you think you're gonna see from Washington? Ah, man, man, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game. It's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm not gonna go over forty five points. That I'm not gonna do it. I say, I say, Giants win. I'm going to go 22-19. Um, and like I said, it's too early for me to predict this. But, you know, um, 
I'm going to do it because, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> you know, in case I don't, I'm not able to do the podcast on Thursday, I already got this out the way. I don't have to worry about it, you know. Um, you see, um, but let's move on to my Yankees. My Yankees, while well, the Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles, they beat the Atlanta Falcons 32 to 6. Put a straight whooping on them. Now, it says Jalen Hurts fumbled. I don't remember him fumbling. It says the same thing about Jason Kelsey. I don't remember this. I really don't. Matt Ryan. It says Matt Ryan fumbled too. But they, they overturned that. Uh, let me see. Let me go to NFL.com to see, see what they say. I re- I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember Jalen Hurts fumbling. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just like, did he fumble? Like, you know, if he fumbled, I, I want to talk about it because I need to see the fumble, you know? So, because I know Carson Wentz fumbled. I've seen that. Uh, Daniel Jones, I've seen that one as well. You know, it's uh, people are probably like, oh, man, this brother is upset. Like I said, we play the 40, and yes, I am upset. <laughs> but um, the the Eagles, like I said, the Eagles play in Philadelphia this Sunday with the 49ers, uh, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I mean, I had ordered pizza, wings, had beer. Same thing for this Sunday, people. <laughs> I ain't playing no games, y'all. No games at all. And then week three, Monday Night Football against the Cowboys. That one is going to be good. Um, trying to see. Trying to see because I, I want to make sure. Like, I really want to make sure. Like, all right. Because I'm trying to think. Did he fumble? You know. Did he fumble? Right. You know. So, uh, let me see. It doesn't. Fuck. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, it says fumble Jason once Jason Kelsey once Jalen Hurst. They didn't lose it though. I I guess I don't I don't know people. But um anyways. Um at least they didn't lose it, right? <laughs> uh Jalen Hurts. Phenomenal game. Phen- he was incredible in this game. Um, truly shows why he's quarterback. When I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Falcons are bad or whatever. Let me tell y'all something right now. I, wanna, I had a, a Cowboys fan ask me, are the, are, the, are the Eagles good or are the Falcons bad? And I said, Falcons are bad. Um, but that doesn't mean the Eagles are not good. Um, Jalen Hurts only got sacked one time. He got hit three times. I had a quarterback rating of 72.9, and then he had a rating of 126.4, just great. He had uh, 264 passing yards. He was 27 for 35, and had three passing touchdowns and no interceptions. Um, Miles Sanders had a great game as well. 15 carries, 74 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Hurts had seven carries, 62 yards. And then Kenny Gainwell had nine carries, 37 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Um, Devontae Smith, 
six six receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Rager, six receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard, four receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Miles Sanders had four receptions, 39 yards. Kenny Gainwell had uh, three targets. He had two catches for six yards. Quez Watkins had three receptions, 23 yards. Zach Ertz had two receptions, 34 yards. So, obviously, Dallas Goddard is tight, tight end number one, um, which is fine. It's fine. Um, defense, I'm not going to lie, defense played pretty good. Defense had three sacks and nine quarterback hits. They had three sacks. That's right. Um, Javon Hargrave had two sacks, uh, and Hassan Ridgeway had one. Um, but, yeah, the defense was, especially in the second half, the defense was all, all over the place. Um, uh, Falcons had three quarterback hits, but only had one sack. Uh, that sack would have would gone would go to Jacob to to T Mariner, I guess. Uh, Matt Ryan fumbled the ball. Cordell Patterson recovered it. Uh, Ridley had five receptions, fifty-one yards. Um, Kyle Pitts didn't have a very good game. He had uh, four receptions for 31 yards. Um, Cordell Patterson, he had seven receptions, seven carries, 54 yards. Mike Davis had 15 carries for 49 yards. Overall, the team-wise, they ran for 124. Eagles team-wise, uh, they ran uh, 31 carries for 173 yards. Falcons had 26 carries for 124 yards. So, obviously, that run game is going to be big between, you know, Jalen, Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, even though Boston Scott didn't play. Um, and neither, neither did uh, Greg Ward. Greg Ward Jr. didn't play either. But, you know, they eventually get the reps in. Um, Matt Ryan had a terrible day, but it was because of, of his O-line, people. His O-line was atrocious. Matt Ryan was 21-35, 164 Passing yards, no pass touchdowns, no pass interceptions. Like I said, he got sacked three times. Um, he had a quarterback rating of 17.6, and he had a rating of 71.6. So terrible game for Matt Ryan, but the O-line was atrocious. Um, and that was the key to it. If the defense could put pressure on Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's going to have a long day. You know, for him just to throw, you know, 164 passing yards, you know, when, you know, and like I said, people were asking me, and I'm just like, I get that, I get that the Falcons are bad, but if the Falcons were that bad and the Eagles were that, weren't that good, this would have been closer than expected. This shows you that the Philadelphia Eagles are an improved team than last year. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they play against teams like the 49ers, the Cowboys, the, uh, you know, more defensive teams and more elite offensive teams. I'm looking at teams like when they play the Chiefs, the Buccaneers. I, I, I'm not confident that they're going to win that. I believe they'll lose those two games. But it'll be interesting to see how they play. Now, I guess if I'm still up in the air when they play the 49ers. The Cowboys, that's 50-50 for me. As well, um, just like the 49ers. But against the Chiefs, against the Buccaneers, I don't expect them to win. I don't. Um, 
Um, but yeah, you know, so uh, it was more about the Eagles dominating all around. Yes, the run, the the running from the Falcons in the first half was phenomenal. They're running all over the Eagles, but the Eagles made a adjustment. I have to I have to look at the tape, the film, um, or get insight from people because. In the second half, they couldn't do anything against the Eagles. Anything. They couldn't do anything against the Eagles in the in the in the second half. No they couldn't pass, they couldn't run, couldn't do anything. It was over. You know, and Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts was doing everything. I I didn't even realize he ran the ball seven times for sixty two yards and then he threw it thirty five I knew he threw it for thirty five times. And then he threw for two sixty four and had three pass touchdowns and no interceptions. You know this that that's a good game from a quarterback, especially a quarterback that has so much pressure on him that he if you know if he's able to show the Eagles, hey, I'm your quarterback of the future. They have their franchise quarterback, and then the draft. All they got to worry about is adding more key pieces and, and a free agency as well. And I I think this first game kind of. Kind of showed them, like, okay, we might have something with this kid. Let's keep working him. Let's keep getting him ready for the tougher matchups. And you know what? If we can survive some of them tough matchups, I don't think, like I said, we're not going to survive Chiefs and Buccaneers. But if we can survive teams like the 49ers, the Cowboys, Chargers, Broncos, towards the end of the season, we're facing NFC East teams. We're facing the Jets. If we can win those games, people... We can absolutely win nine, ten games this season and make it into the playoffs. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. You know, Devontae Smith played phenomenal. Played phenomenal in his first game of the season. Phenomenal. Um, so, yeah. I like the throws Jalen made, you know, even on the run, just throwing it. And one time, the, first, the one time he ran out the pocket – and he he got sacked. He he was only holding the ball with one arm. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a fumble, but it wasn't. No, he, he you know he held on to the ball, and I was like, oh, thank God. I mean, even if it was a fumble, they would have turned it for a touchdown. We still would have won the game, but you know, just to you know shut them out in the second half, they didn't have no points. And that was another thing. The red zone defense of the Philadelphia Eagles was really impressive, and the red zone offense as well. And the Eagles was impressive, but the defense was just so impressive, just giving up two field goals, you know, and then shutting them out in the second half was very key for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like I say, um, like I said, I, I have more on it when I do the podcast again. You know, I got to preview Eagles 49ers and all the other uh, games for this upcoming week. Um, but this is something new I just wanted to try, people. I want to sit down with y'all, talk about everything that kind of a little bit of what happened this uh yesterday all the games and stuff like that and believe it or not Dallas Washington and the Giants they lost their week one matchups and the Eagles won <laughs> they were, so right now the Eagles are winning the division which I'm not going to take I'm not going to take more than a grain of salt you know cuz by 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 this time next week, I could be talking how Dallas has Dallas won the division, or everybody in the division they're one and one, right? So not everybody, because Washington and New York play each other. So all right, what Philadelphia, Dallas, and New York are all one and one, 
you know, and then we have to look at who won the division, right? So, um, but yeah, yeah, people, this is all for all I have for the show today. I know, damn, I've been talking for almost two hours. Um, I got one thing for y'all before I go, though. A feel, a feel good moment. This is a feel good moment because this happened and I, I just, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. So let me, uh, let me put this clip on for you guys real quick. And I'll let you go. There's two two of them, two clips of them for you guys. Hurts looking left, lofting left, going for the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. Devontae Smith's first NFL catch is a score. Nine seconds to go. First and goal. Pressure on Hurts. He's in trouble. Has to watch the clock growing end zone. It is caught. Touchdown. Dallas Goddard. All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Two clips I want to show you. I wanted to show you. These were like the two like uh, biggest game changers in this game. You know, the, the, the Jalen Hurst to Devontae Smith connection we've been waiting all season for. And I had a feeling that, that the Eagles were going to try to get that early. And they're, they're, they're high tempo. They, they were real up-tempo, like really, no, we're not going to huddle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Just like the Falcons did in, the, in, in their first drive. But um, the Eagles did it um, a few times in this game and a few of their drives. And um, it really worked for them. And then to see, to, for you to see that, that um, Jalen Hurts to Dallas Goddard, you know, you got nine seconds left. Um, the play before, two plays before, he tossed her to God, tossed her to Goddard. He he gets out of bounds, and then you're and then you give you you know you're scrambling out the pocket. You're looking for somebody. Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard is in double coverage. He throws it to Dallas Goddard in double double coverage, and he catch he makes a diving catch and catches the ball. And you know it looked like he might have not caught it, but you know the there was no really, there was no way of really overturning the rule. The refs have said so. It it was a touchdown and a half, and then the Eagles get the ball back after halftime. So it it worked out perfectly for the Eagles. They go on halftime with a fifteen sixteen lead, and then they never look back, finishing and winning thirty two to six. And there's a new era in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end of the show. I will see you guys later this week. This is the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast by the one, the only. I produce it. I I record it. I do everything by yours truly, the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that was right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the chosen one, the father, the son, the three, two, one, the podcaster. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And I will see you guys later this week. Goodbye.